Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand. What's up, panicky shoppers? This is a public service announcement. For those of you fucks who are panicking about the coronavirus, just so you know, it is an upper respiratory infection that originated in Wuchen, China. And all of you woo fucks who are out buying groceries just for the fucking fuck of it. Well, I'm making the excuse that you have kids and that you have a mound of groceries in your fucking shopping cart. Let me explain something to you. <clears throat> There's such a thing called professional wrestling that all of us podcasters are still reporting on. And normally I don't report about what's going on around in the news. But can you please do us a favor and remain safe when your states are in shutdown mode? No looting. No breaking glass, no purges, and certainly no farting in one each other in one another's face. Okay, understand? There's a wrestling ring for all of that. Okay, not farting in one's face and giving each other pink eye. No joke. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a minute, but you know what? She's back. She's feeling better. She's not got a virus. For those of you who have experienced the fucking hoopla horribleness of this all, we ask that you please comply with your state's orders wherever that fucking may be. Please quit being fuck faces and allow people to shop. Understand, toilet paper is not going to solve a damn thing. Neither are the masks. Or the gloves. Wash your hands, wash your ass, put deodorant on, and use your turn signals, okay? This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Brian Rail. Who the fuck else? Please welcome to the show, ladies and gents, Lady Lynn. Hey, B-Train. What's up? Glad to be back. Well, you know what? Tonight, folks, the title of the show says, Still on the Clock. Yep. This report about professional wrestling. We will still be, as a podcast, discussing what's going on currently in the pro wrestling world. Yes, AEW. Yes, WWE. No NWA. No Ring of Honor. Because, well, we are not sure in 15 days if the country in the United States will open again. President Trump... Uh, did mention for those of you messaging right now on Instagram that this country would open back up because he said there's a lot of cases about suicide and depressed economic look. I can answer economic questions if you like because I have my phone ready, my iPad ready, 
my news station, my telegrams. Yes, that sounds so fucking old school telegram. My email updates from the news sites that message me, you idiots. This is a pro wrestling podcast. Please stop messaging me about the news. Lady Lynn and I are not here to report NBC Nightly News. You can watch that replay on NBC.com. Or if you like, you can watch the boring-ass news, which has repeated itself in circles, <laughs> on GoFuckYourselves.com. Anyways. Anyways. Right, you know, we're going to get kicked off right now. Okay, WWE Raw results. Lesnar and Heyman, okay, well. Heyman comes out and basically starts promoing with no crowd. Why would you do why would you send Heyman out to promo? I'm not mad at you all, but Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. No, I don't want to see the annoying ads about the virus. Thank you very much. No, thank you. I have $400 a day. Wow, that'd be nice. What doing? Playing video games. Wait a minute. That's an interesting advertisement. Sorry, folks. I'm getting distracted reading about Heyman. Um, <clears throat> Seth Rollins versus John Cena versus Brock Lesnar for Royal Rumble 2015 was shown in full. So they're still showing clips of Royal Rumble, are they? Hey, the first match was Andrade and Angel Garza beat Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. What in the fuck? Okay. So the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Street Profits, beat Shane Thorne and Brendan Vink. Huh? When did Shane Thorne... Okay, so... What the fuck, dude? Why? Should have shown our truth having a referee drive him to ridding Moss's neighborhood and pinning him to regain the 24-7 championship. And that might have been entertaining, so I don't know. R-Truth, my God. Oh. Is that all he's good for now is keeping that 24-7 championship warm? Well, I think you you got it wrong, Town Lady Lynn. I think he calls it the twenty four seven forty eight seven seven eleven championship. Whatever the fuck truth makes it, I I give up, folks, on our truth. Not as a as a professional because he's an awesome dude, but um, the WWE makes him out to be uh, an entertainer. So that's you know that's giving him a role, and I get it. I get it. <clears throat> so Alistair Black beats Leon Ruff, whoever the hell that is. Now, for some reason, he's facing Bobby Lashley. Why? Okay, I've got a lot more to rant about now than ever. Even though with no audience, the WWE is managing to uh, royally fuck things up. Lashley versus Black. Why not? Instead of AJ Styles versus The Undertaker, why not Aleister Black versus The Undertaker? That would have been the match to watch. But instead, we've got Aleister Black versus Love Triangle's uh, favorite son, Bobby Lashley. 
Kevin Owens called out Seth Rollins. Oh, God. Okay. Let me see what else it says. There be no NXT performance center or spots from the roster. Uh, Owens. So, Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. WrestleMania 34. Why did you show that? No. I was there for that match. It was not a bad match. It's just the result kind of made you wonder afterwards. Why did you make a feud? All these last-minute changes, Vince. Come on with this bullshit. Sorry, folks, but the inner B-train has been awoken because of this stupid fucking virus and it's stupid fucking people that are panicking about this shit. Unless you live on the East Coast, unless you live in parts of Florida, and unless you live in parts of California, quit your fucking panicking. There. Man, it's all the people messaging me outraged that I said something about coronavirus. It's like saying... Voldemort in the first few Harry Potters. You said that during the first few Harry Potters, you might as well have been considered a follower of him. I mean, it was that taboo, and it's apparently that taboo to bring up anything that has to do with COVID-19. You know, folks, today, I know... You you deal with people that are such germaphobes that never used to be germaphobes and don't read and not inform. You go into pro wrestling, isn't that, you know, full of germs and guys wrestling around on the mat with one another? That's so gay. Well, you know, <laughs> so is UFC because your wrestling is Greco-Roman, but your crotch is in the dude's face. Same goes for women and, you know, the men in UFC. Their nasty, ratchety crotches are in each other's faces, and they're in positions that make you think, maybe we should redo the Kama Sutra book. <laughs> like I'm saying, all gloves off. All gloves off, motherfuckers, because you want to sit there and disrespect professional wrestling. Wow, you know, sir, for those of you sitting at home chug-a-lugging beer, more power to you because it's relaxing, and I ain't going to lie, I, I need a beer pretty soon. I, I may even need a cigarette for the dumb fucks that um, I see going through the stores right now. Like one lady who's reported because she was limited in CVS, took a cart and had something on her cart that was flammable, so she burned Half the front of the face of the building in CVS. Not making this shit up, folks. This is getting nuts. So, anyways, wow. I'm trying to report. Yeah, I'm trying to report shit, Lady Lynn, that would make me not fall asleep like WWE Raw did, even with no audience. And some people give credit to AEW. Yeah, and no, don't see that either. So, anyways, Randy Orton accepted Edge's challenge for a last man standing match at 36, and then he will write the last chapter of Edge's career. Um, I, sorry, you know, I feel that, um, after just reading what Raw posted, you know, as far as ratings go, I don't think that 
it did anything anybody's favors to have Paul Heyman come out to no crowd and they don't they cannot boo him so there's no heat. You know? And then you have uh yeah, it says in ring segment, these are all says continue live results on the next page. No, I, I need results, man. So whoever's feeding me the results, you guys says <clears throat> Becky Lynch delivers message, brand new or an excess WrestleMania challenge. So that was oh my lord. Almighty. AJ Styles cut a promo with the OC. So you guys are still cutting promos. That's that's wonderful. Said nobody ever. Angel Garza and Andrade defeat Cedric. Okay, so the results are the same. Profits defeat Shane Thorne and there's his partner, Brendan Bink. Okay, no. No, 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 no. Shayna Baszler was interviewed in ring. Nope. Aleister Black beat Leon Ruff. Don't care. Seth Rollins cut dueling promos. This is like saying I pissed in the toilet and crossed, you know, know, crossing swords. That's how stupid this is. You guys really want me to be positive about a show with no audience. Then here's a thought. You want to captivate an audience that's sitting their asses at home, and you guys still are getting on microphones. Can you guys explain yourselves to the rest of the general viewing public who didn't even watch your show? I didn't even – oh, my God. I've not even watched the bullshit because, to me, it's just going to sound like one big fucking rant. It already has been. Oh, B-Train, I hate to say it, but I gave up on Raw like months ago. Even before, you know, they started having empty shows. Pretty much gave up on it when the Rusev, Lashley, Lana drama just kept going on and on and on. Like, folks, if we wanted to see a soap opera, as Lady Lena said, or stated many, many times... Turn on the TV, turn it to ABC, and watch Young and the Restless. It's the same concept. I mean, I'm sure that the writing staff in WWE could do a much better job explaining to the general viewing fucking public that has watched Raw and not given up on it. I mean, McIntyre beating Lesnar at Rumble. See, that's the sound effect of... uh, Perfect Strangers, for those of you who don't know, that was a show before Family Matters. Anyways, I did not tune in to watch Raw. Here's why. I've been focusing on a lot of shit lately. One is the fact, you know, would you, you know, would you want to watch wrestling if the shit was the way it was tonight on WWE Raw? I mean, the answer is no. I mean, I would not want to watch WrestleMania 36 the way it's shaping up to be. And so, here's the thing, folks. Oh, go ahead, Lady Lynn. I wouldn't want to watch it really either. I mean, it's not looking too promising in my eyes. Um, some people are saying I won't tune in because Gronkowski is hosting WrestleMania. I could give a fuck less about Rob Gronkowski, no offense, to Mojo or to any of the people that are close with uh, Rob Gronkowski. 
I just don't feel like from a personal perspective that <clears throat> there's any reason for us to watch said show. How can you have the grandest stage of them all with no audience? It's just, I don't know, it feels, it feels like sacrilege. If you would just push the show back to June 7th at Madison Square Garden like you guys originally fucking planned, I don't know why you go back on that, man. This is the biggest mistake you have in this pool. You have a lot of money riding on it. No. I mean, I, I applaud them for doing the refunds, you know, to the fans from t- through Ticketmaster or through whatever website that you have gone through. Okay. So, please, please understand that this is the biggest mistake you guys make. And and I know you guys are going to say, well, you guys are fans. You don't know what you're talking about. You guys are just saying a bunch of marks. You don't know what the fuck you're saying. I do know what I'm saying because I've been to nine. This will be my ninth WrestleMania to fucking go to. Or was supposed to go to. You know, shit happens and, and things change. But I've never I've never felt so annoyed in my whole life because I don't know what personnel told them, you know, okay, well, we already have the matches planned. We're not going to be conditioned for this time. We've got other pay-per-views. No offense. But to the fan, you know, <clears throat> the fandom in New York, the fandom everywhere could have made the fucking show. Had you just kept the tickets, you know, not for those in reserve, because I know Madison Square Garden only has a capacity of twenty, you know, thirty-six thousand people. You convert the seats over. Yes, it does. For those of you disputing me about that, you can look at the seat capacity. It may be way off, but there's ways you can get a lot of people sitting in that place and tell you. It just, everything that could go wrong for WWE is going on. The sales for the shop may not be in the toilet, but the sales for Mania and Access and all that, you just lost a shit ton of money. WrestleCon... It could have been better had they pushed the date back. That's just my personal, humble opinion. They're like, well, if we do that, then we lose the time. No. Push the time back. You get more profit. It's only by a couple months. So what do you fucking do? For the first time in history, you push it back to June. What harm would that do you? I don't see it doing much harm. Uh, to be honest, I I think it would probably actually be better if they postponed it until summer, but, you know, what do I know? <laughs> I'm just a fan, I that's mean, all. We just fans who are suggesting in subtle, <laughs> subtle jabs saying, we love you, WWE, we love you. But it, it's making it really hard for us to believe that you genuinely care about some of us. And yeah, we're laying down the guilt trip and the rants because what is it gonna take? You know, even with the no audience show, can you please explain why you still have a shitty show? 
shitty as in you knew people were going to tune in. I didn't, and others didn't, because they realized, okay, it's weird without an audience is one thing, but if you can't tell stories even without an audience, it's hard. I get it. There's no crowd reaction for heels. There's no empathy for baby faces. Of course, the crowd come back because they're doing chants, whatever. It's in the performance center, no pyro, whatever. I think these guys are doing their best, but at the same time, it's hard to watch when Heyman comes out and does a promo and there's no fucking audience. You know how difficult that had to be for Paul because he's so used to hearing boos and reactions. But anyways, folks, there's even more... um, more rant, you know, and, and we're going to have an optimistic side of the show just before I get into my tirade, you know, for a brief, like, ooh, five minutes, because I can rant forever and ever, and it would not be, uh, it would not serve a purpose to at least have a balanced show of some semblance of positive, so what we're going to do for this segment basically is five minutes of uh, <coughs> WrestleMania memory. Basically, essentially, I'm going to let Lady Wynn have a turn after mine, so I can't say my favorite WrestleMania memories would include, let's see here, Shawn Michaels winning against Bret Hart in the Iron Man match at WrestleMania 12. WrestleMania 20, everyone's going to hate me for saying this, but Benoit and Eddie Guerrero hugging in the ring. So there's my second one. Third one from Retro Past would be, see here, ah uh, yes, WrestleMania 9, The Undertaker coming back out of the curtain and beating the fuck out of Giant Gonzalez, yes, oh well. The Undertaker winning the championship at WrestleMania. Mm. Oh no. Anyways. There we are. Lady Lynn, what are your favorite WrestleMania memories? Well, let me see. I haven't watched that many WrestleManias. I think the first one I actually watched all the way in full may have been, but I remember from, oh, gee, which WrestleMania was it in 2007? I forget which which number that was, but I remember the Battle of the Billionaires when the man who was currently in office, you know, wasn't there yet versus Mr. McMahon and the loser would get their head shaved. And I thought that was just the funniest thing. Um, I would have to say, let's see, since it was the first one I watched, I would have to say from 33, I thought that unsanctioned match was pretty badass between uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Triple H. I thought that was pretty good. Um, I don't know if I really had a favorite moment from 34. Well, I kind of did. And I I understand people are probably going to disagree with me on this one, but (laughs) 
a 10-year-old kid being chosen as partner. Now, that, I just found that to be hilarious. Well, uh, I mean, in some ways, since I was at that WrestleMania, it was definitely, um, how do I put this, entertaining? Notable. To see John Cone's, well, to see John Cone's son get in the ring, so how'd you know? I was like, well, <clears throat> tell you the truth, man. You can thank the uh, the Smarks who put that on there. That was actually John Cone's son. It's wonderful that you all remember that. <clears throat> I had to sit through that WrestleMania, and um, well, I guess I could say the lone highlight of the night was when. Undertaker squash Cena. I says, "Why was that your favorite? Do you have any idea?" Unfortunately, like at that moment. Uh, go ahead. At that moment of watching the pay per view, unfortunately, my uh, stream froze and my smart TV froze on me, so I missed that. That's okay, folks. So that'll do it for WrestleMania Retro Memories. We'll be doing that again on Monday, depending on whatever the future holds for uh, wrestling. And we get audiences again. I feel bad for the cities that are missing out on Raw and said no one ever. I mean, it is wrestling and gets you out of the house. I'd be grateful to get out of the house, but be going to the concession stands a lot. It's no disrespect. Uh, maybe come back, you know, during the main event and go, oh, okay, this is a show. <laughs> because I've been through <laughs> a lot of these things. I have been through several of, of WWE Raws and, and several pay-per-views, even which, you know, some of the sub-pay-per-views make me go, okay, piss break. So... Let me just uh, inform you all, this cough is not, this is not a coronavirus cough. It has dry coughs, and you, it's not just a tickle in the throat, but it's a respiratory infection. For those of you messaging me about this, allow me to inform you of something. If you have coronavirus, there are people who have recovered. I do not have the disease, you dumb fucks. If I did, I would not be on air. I'd be sicker than a dog and probably throwing up whatever the fuck happens. You know, they said the symptoms are <clears throat> dry heat, cough, not have phlegm. I have phlegm behind me. I talked up a loopy that makes me look like Linda Blair's stunt double. <laughs> oh, that's a little bit TMIB train, but thanks for sharing, I suppose. It means that you dumb people who are messaging me through Instagram about my cough, please understand that if I cough in your face, I don't, I'm not that mean, okay? And two, if I need sanitizer, that, no, my skin has a different reaction to different people's stuff, you know. Sanitizer I can use, Purell or whatever. But when it comes to washing my hands, I do. I'm like you now. All of a sudden, all-knowing germaphobe fuckers who sit at home, 
contemplating what good old Brian Rails might might infect me. I cannot infect you over the phone. That is that is so funny, dude. Oh yes, somehow my cough is going to travel all the way to where are you from? Well, you messaged me, so I asked. I mean, okay, you're from Raleigh, North Carolina. Well, here's a certain fact for you. Unless they had magical contraptions through cell phones to where I could breathe upon you, or breathe on you, the least that would happen would be you get sick, but you don't contract the virus. That's all I'm going to say about that shit because I'm tired of talking about it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the section or the segment. It's a little bit, well, no, a lot <clears throat> into adult content. Is not suitable for minors under the age of 14. Off the Rails Uncensored is a publicly traded podcast. It is a copyrighted podcast. It was coined the phrase Off the Rails Uncensored podcast on March 7, 2016. Any further usage of this podcast is punishable by law and duplicated, I mean, duplication or insemination of Off the Rails Uncensored. You will be. Severely punished once everything opens back up. <clears throat> that means there's a $45 fine in place for every, any usage or likeness thereof, reproduction of off the rails and censored. And his properties all rights reserved of Wrestle Radio Network 2020 Incorporated. All right. Get past all the advertisements of the wonderful rant show known as Off the Rails Uncensored. So. <clears throat> Let me uh, just say, folks, it's time to get inside the mind of Brian Rails, which is a very scary place right now. So, um, buckle up, fuckers. It's about to get even scarier. No, not Friday the 13th, or here's Johnny scary. It's going to get quite insightful. Not just about Raw, but also AEW. So, Bear with moi, the cynicism is about to, and some optimism is about to begin. Monkeys in the truck, or lack thereof, monkeys in the truck. I'm going to hit my own music. Dig it. professional wrestling from my perspective and audience or no audience you know you can make your own assumptions whether you watch AEW which you know people guys were betting on matches is that my main issue no my main issue was let me think on this folks You guys that, you know, are trying to present a wrestling show, that's not the problem. 
Jungle Boy Luchasaurus. Um, it's a great tag team named Jurassic Express, but it's kind of like Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. <clears throat> How so? You know, one's Jungle Boy, the other one's Luchasaurus. Well, Pete Dunne's very serious. He may not do a lot of high-flying shit like um, Luchasaurus, who's basically stealing a page out of Keith Lee's book. Uh, during the match, you know, versus Wardlow and whatever the fuck. From the Dark Order, it looked like bits and pieces of that match were so bad. Um, especially Jungle Boy. I, I want to point this out, folks. AEW's attempt at no audience with, you know, having Matt Hardy was probably the biggest impact in uh, their line of... Uh, their line of professional wrestling, that's fine. But to me, essentially, they are stealing and play, not plagiarizing, but they plagiarizing the concept, which is totally different from NWO Black and White, which would be the Inner Circle, versus uh, NWO Wolfpack, which would be the Elite. Sorry, you know, it's nothing fucking different. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat shit. I'm glad to see that Matt Hardy came to a brand, you know, he says, where they listen to the fans. Mm, yeah, because their fan base is basically full of, I like seeing backyard wrestling live on TV. I mean, look at Darby Allen doing coffin drops off the top rope. What if he gets drop kicked and he doesn't look They're like you're waiting for them to fail? You're just waiting for them to fail. No... Because, you know, it's like Hunter said, wait, give it, you know, five, six years, and then everyone catches on to the bullshit. And no stories. Every single match is a specialty match in some instances. Yeah, Moxley, who is their AEW world champion. Do I have anything negative to say about him? Yes and no. In some aspects, dude, if you cry and bitch about your past situation, you want to vent out frustration, that's fine. But the negative is, you know, okay, when you cry so much about a company on promo, they stopped doing that. Kind of, sort of. AEW did. When you refer constantly to the other company, guess what? People are going to catch on to that shit eventually and be like, Man, you guys were once cool. I don't know what to do with you now. I mean, after watching AEW's Dynamite, you know, to report upon, you know, say something, it's like, your wrestling is so bad. Like, if I'm looking at just strictly professional wrestling side of AEW, I'm going to say, on a scale of one to suck, they're on, holy shit, every single match is literally no disqualification, falls count anywhere, and fans are just eating it up going, oh, that was much better than WWE show with no audience. God, you know, I've really... <clears throat> I've said this before on my shows before. You want professional wrestling, right? AEW is professional wrestling, but there's a lot of fucking problems with it. Got guys that are loose. Is that an issue? No. You've got guys that really don't give two flying fucks. 
And I'm talking about Sammy Guevara, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, who has a contract in UFC. I mean, you've got guys that have open contracts. Is that the issue? No. But this prior last, you know, episode of where <clears throat> the inner circle shows up and thinking Matt Hardy's going to drop a bombshell regardless, it's like, dude, what is he supposed to be, Sting? The representation of Sting? Quit stealing concepts? No. I recognize this shit from the good old days of ECW with all the hardcore shit and all the uh, story concepts are basically from WCW. Arn Anderson's involved, so you can say that, because he's been a part of AWA, NWA, WCCW, WCW. I mean, Arn's doing spinebusters, if that tells you anything. The old man is not so old when he's given whatever. Jake the Snake. And you have Luke Harper show up as the exalted one. I'm not so sure how this will work out, but we'll see. There's good and bad to AEW, yes. The bad is that people fail to see that it's nothing but backyard wrestling. And that's why backyarders are loving this shit. Because they're like, hey, we do this stupid shit and we're not on TV. AEW is basically taking our matches. That's right, because most of AEW does not have skill set. Except for if your name is Cody Rhodes. A little bit of Sammy Guevara who needs fucking work who calls out sequences out loud. I mean, that's pretty like me during a checkers game when Lady Lynn and I playing saying, I'm moving my entire back row. It's like, thanks for the heads up. Now I know how to counter you. See what I mean, folks? If you... A lot of people know about professional wrestling. They're called smarks. Been on the other side of the curtain. If I hear the word botch one more time, I'm probably going to say, well, we botched that real bad. We botched this. <clears throat> you know what gets botched is the fact that some parents didn't put a condom on the birth and didn't, you know, just... Have some shit happen before you were born. Great. You know, I'm not answering this shit because it's a 111 number. Bye, fuck. Okay, anyways. <sighs> Sorry, AEW is not a bad, bad company in some aspects, but they need to really consider, you know, actually working. Meaning the women's division, where are you? Well, you have Austin Kong, you got Nyla Rose. I'm not denying those women. All I'm saying is, you know, people will always sit and wonder why I can pick apart AEW like it's nobody's business. And that's because the women's division is non-existent. You have Nyla Rose, Austin Kong, Brandy Rhodes, Britt Baker... And these are not bad workers. But why are we showcasing most of New Japan or AJPW? And that's like, okay. It's a pain in the ass. It's like pulling teeth. That's the one thing WWE has that AEW does not. And that is a women's division. You have Kahira Shida. 
I cannot pronounce the other names in AEW because it's the oh I can pronounce Jazz. <laughs> That's pretty bad. And I'm gonna keep hanging up on the fucker who keeps calling in, so please don't waste your time. Anyways, so that's my assessment on AEW. They're they're a good group of guys, but you guys need to really work on building consistent stories. Other than you know the fact we know Cody and Jericho are gonna feud, we know that Moxley is the champion. If it becomes hot potato between Jericho, Moxley, Omega, Rhodes, Guevara, Hager, then we know exactly, you know, who's running the show. Just saying. <clears throat> There's a lot of uh, hypocrisy in Cody's statements. We are not going to be oversaturated with WWE talent. We're going to be more homegrown. So what do you call Matt Hardy, yourself, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager? MJF tried out for WWE once upon a time. And no, I'm not going to answer your phone call, dumbass. So please quit calling. God damn it. The 11111 number. Please stop calling us. Please stop calling us. All right. WWE. Now on to you. <laughs> what is it? You have said this a lot of times on my show. You have the talent. Why aren't you using them? What's up with that? What's up with that indeed? WWE Raw folks back in the day during the ruthless aggression era, during the Attitude Era, even before the Attitude Era, I watched WWE Raw. And I just want to point out, you know, there are several, several things that make me go, okay, you know, maybe, just maybe, there's going to be hope for tonight's show. There's going to be wrestling involved. Instead, tonight, I didn't even watch, but there was... Mike's getting picked up, and, you know, people at home are probably thinking, you know, why watch your show? It's just going to be another promo land where people just promo. And each time that someone picks up a microphone, no, an angel doesn't get his or her wings. We all die inside because of this nonsense. Because Lady Lynn and I used to watch a show where you didn't know what the fuck was going to happen, but there was consistency in the stories, like Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon, or Brett screwed Brett, or I'm looking for an era. You know, if you want to reach up the high of that mountain, you climb it. And you make sure that you reach the top of the mountain, the the highest pinnacle you can reach, the ruthless aggression. That era was one of the most fondest eras. It was kind of like sub-attitude era. 
But, you know, at least, <laughs> at least in that era of wrestling, we had stories that made us go, hmm, jumper cables to Shane McMahon's balls. You know, Kane hooked up jumper cables to said that. And you know what? I got a 406 number calling into my phone, so I'm just going to wait because this is the segment that, you know, you can listen in on the show, man. It's just off the rails uncensored. It's mainly my thing when I can rant. So, man, love Lady Lynn. I got to say the following while I cough on my phone. My phone's probably going, what in the fuck? (laughs) Normally, man, I would let. Yeah, normally, man, I would let guests on my show, but I'm just gonna have to, you're just gonna have to listen in, okay? Just please bear with me, all right? So we do have a four zero six number seven eight eight nine four two seven. If I gave out your number, my bad, but you know, oh, you hung up the phone. <laughs> See, this is gonna be fun, folks. I love you know, nice try. I mean, I know that's what you're trying with it, probably the dude trying to call in and get on on our show. We apologize for any inconvenience, but we are not taking any calls right now unless you're, well, I don't care, man. If you called in the show and listened, that's great. But I'm not, you know, I am one that expresses opinion and will let others express their opinion through Instagram. Just on here, I got 12 minutes left, so unless you really want to cut in on my segment, I suggest please don't. Out of the common courtesy of Off the Rails Uncensored, this is a segment where I release all the shit that's been pent up. So if you want to interrupt that shit, enter in at your own risk. Understand, I am not in the fucking mood. You can call into my show. You can listen in, but I will not put you through. And that goes for all callers that are about to call, and there's about six calls. Nope, Sorry. I've got 13 minutes left to express my opinion on, on WWE, which I expressed in the first 30 minutes. But this is a show that extends that rant. So, warning, folks. If you call during my rant, it will create another sub-rant. Like, oh, I don't know, being interrupted during one of my rants is one fucking thing you don't do. How would you feel if, you know, I called into your show while you were on a tear and you lost train of thought. I didn't lose train of thought because I'm still going to, you know, rip into what WWE is doing wrong. No. I'm just going to suggest shit, dude. <clears throat> okay, folks. Got that out of the way. I know it's probably going to make me a least fan favorite, but if you want to, you can message Lady Lynn and I at Wrestle underscore radio. Or if you have any questions, comments, concerns about us us moving the show forward from you know this whole virus thing we're still going to do a wrestling show it's $39 a month and until I cannot pay that anymore that is when the show will stop or cease but until then I run this ship Lady Lynn helps steer it and you know we are doing our best Wrestle Radio Network forward slash Facebook.com if you have any questions comments and concerns Tweet at me, you know, if you want to get onto this. Btrain05000 and Twitter.com. That's my Twitter handle. And I will not answer the phone in the mornings because of my work. So here's here's the thing. You have to understand. If you want to call into this segment, you have to call in 
the very first half hour of the show. The other half of the show, you can hang tight, but if you add input during my this segment, cool. It's just not going to happen because I've learned my lesson, okay? Because I've had a guy lie to me about promoting a show or my show, and he said he did all these celebrities, and you can tell that the, the print was fake. So for those of you trying to um, scam or, or, you know, take advantage, the answer is no. And so <laughs> I told you, I'm going to hang up no matter what if you're on the line. If you're on the computer and you want to listen in on our show, that's one thing. If you want to listen, you know, through Blog Talk directly, you can do that. We're not going to hold that against you, but please, I ask and beg of you, if you call in during Off the Rails Uncensored in this segment, it's going to be hell to pay. So I'm going to keep hanging up on you, sir. I, I No offense. No fucking offense. So, with that being said, folks, I'm just going to tell you, I'm not ending the show, I'm just going to tell you, WWE used to be a show, or WWE Raw used to be a show where it captivated audiences and gained entry. Those of you who know Grasping for Straw say, it's not a bad show, everyone has their opinion. And I know most of you are going to tell me on the other side of professional wrestling that opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. So, <clears throat> please understand, Raw has ratings that are below 2 million because it does not have an audience. So it makes it difficult. It makes it hard for NXT because NXT is like the bread and butter right now. It still is a WWE. It's it's one of the reasons why I like Shayna better when she was on NXT's roster than I do on Maine. She just steamrolled through six other women or seven other women at Elimination Chamber. Um, one reason to not like WWE Raw is because there are certain people that make Raw, could make Raw better, like Aleister Black. He's one guy on the roster that I would like to see emerge instead of just facing uh, – Extras or guys from Evolve, or now he's facing Lashley. That aspect does not, uh, that match at Mania does not make sense. Was it going to be the kickoff match? You seriously don't want him to work with Undertaker. Is it too fast paced? I mean, I mean, Taker could still give us a show. I mean, pulling him out of retirement each and every fucking time. It's just amazing to me how people soon forget, you know, professional wrestling in WWE has kind of declined a little bit. No, it's declined a lot on WWE Raw. That's the that's the one area of pro wrestling that makes me think, okay, maybe they might have a decent show. That's the optimist to me. But then you turn on the TV... I turned it on, you know, last week. Andrade Cien Almas versus Rey Mysterio. I don't know who's booking, but please stop because, you know, watching that match made me think I wanted to pound my fist into the wall because it's saying to fans, you've seen this a hundred times. You know that predictability is the greatest thing ever because we don't work out of comfort zone anymore. 
Is there any guys to roam, you know, on the booking segment, you know, the booking section of WWE's matches? Like, let's book two guys that are familiar with one another instead of booking guys that have never worked each other. Like, I mean, Rey Mysterio versus Ricochet. That would be cool. Or how about Aleister Black teaming up with Ricochet like they did in NXT versus the Street Profits? Because I guarantee you that's very similar to Pete Dunne, Matt Riddle, the same concept. You know, a lot of people work on the booking team to make this these matches come true, okay? The problem is, you know, conflicting ideas. You know, there's a lot of problematic things going on right now as far as booking, not just booking, but the placement of certain superstars on each roster. Like, you know, Bailey, Sasha, they're expecting reactions from crowds, and it's just like... Their promo with Paige, who made their match at WrestleMania, is going to be a match that determines who becomes the next SmackDown Live Women's Champion at WrestleMania, not a six-pack challenge. But, I mean, I kind of saw that Sasha Banks would be a part of this match, which is funny because <clears throat> I don't know if they're passing the torch on from Bailey because she obviously cannot cut the mustard in the role she's in. People are like, oh, Bailey's Bailey's turned a great heel. I said no, because the job of the heels to not only make the crowd mad, but they absolutely hate you. Remember why they hate you. Want to face you and go off in the parking lot because you know some marks are that you know really intense about shit. So, what I'm saying in a long roundabout way is, WWE, get your head out of your ass. Come on, man. Postponing WrestleMania would not have been the worst thing in the world. Does it push dates back? Sure. June 7th is a Sunday. What more do you want to celebrate? You know, you might have a Yankees game, blah, blah, blah. That might conflict with the entire city of New York. I would rather have that for the last few days in fucking quarantine, dude. I would rather see professional wrestling in my home city than to see it, you know, and in front of a non-audience with Gronkowski hosting the fucking show, you're going to split it into two nights. What for? Can you can you all explain that to me? What fucking for would I and others and Lady Lynn want to watch WrestleMania 36 in two nights? This is not 1985. I'm not, you know, watching Hogan... Versus Mr. Wonderful, Paul Orndorff. The split surgeon TV, you know, they were in <coughs> Indianapolis, they were in New York, they were in whatever state they did, and it was taking a lot of risk. This is risky, but it's the wrong kind of risk. You want us to believe that the bullshit that is going to occur is, oh yeah, by the way, we're splitting WrestleMania in two nights, and we're having... You just have a full match card? Are you fucking kidding me? A full fucking match card in two nights. So who's going to be the other night? Becky, Shayna, Undertaker, AJ. I'm guessing the second night folks are going to tune in on that. I mean, the first... Surprisingly, folks, because it's American tradition, it's going to be two days long. And you should have invited fans for that with... We could have had gas masks on. I mean, we could have farted in each other's faces. It wouldn't have mattered. See, I'm getting ideas. 
please stop me, someone, because <laughs> I have very valid ideas about how you can spread germs. Oh, it's called, I walked into the restroom at work today, and someone didn't wash their fucking hands. I how the hell? Ew. Yeah, see, how the hell, people, that's gross. That's what caused this. You're like, well, no, that in China. Let's just stop talking about WWE because it's going to get real ugly real quick. Allow me to introduce to you all the facts of what's going on. There is a nationwide shutdown. Follow the orders. Crazy. They shut down Lady Lynn State in Michigan. They're shutting down Missouri, where I used to live, for 30 days. Okay? And where my family lives. Yeah, it's where Lady Lynn's family lives. So it's where my family lives. And sadly enough, folks, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go travel to see my mom retire from her job. So Here's the facts, man. If you don't, if you live where I live, there's special. We, I can only go to work and home. I saw maybe tw- <laughs> ten people on a subway train. It's so fucking weird seeing empty subways, you know, running still. And in the buses, they separate you on the buses. And I ride the B100. This is real, folks. I mean, it's. I'm gonna go off on the people wearing masks. Do you know that unless you are at a medical facility, please do not wear the surgical mask. You are breathing in bad air. You're breathing in your own air. You're breathing in the air that's outside. You're wearing gloves. Guess what, fuckers? You are going to get germs regardless because you have to switch gloves. A medical professional was reported on the news For wearing a surgical mask, switching the mask, and switching gloves, and not, she washed her hands, but it's still, you know, the thing is, folks, I'm not trying to be mean, I'm just being honest. Some of you fuckers, stop panic buying groceries, because some of you cannot boil water. Why are you all of a sudden, I can do it because I saw it on YouTube, that means I can fucking do shit. Allow Lady Lynn and I to vent at you fuckers. We can barely fuck find toilet paper in our own state because of you assholes. So by all means, please stop. Panic buying is not doing anyone any favors. I mean, yeah, you think you're stocking up for the apocalypse. It might as well be the apocalypse. What, what do I know, but... Say some for the rest of us, would ya? And also, folks, it's normal to panic. We're not saying you can't panic about shit, but fucking... <clears throat> Jesus flipping Christ. It's understandable I'm to gonna... panic, but... <clears throat> Just stop, because it's not making this country feel any easier things easier for anyone. Lady Lynn, you know, she luckily and her brother found, uh, well, so, you know, <clears throat> they were looking online for toilet paper for the mom found some at Target. All right. 
you know how hard it is to find toilet paper where I work because people are getting panicky? Ladies and gentlemen, the coronavirus has nothing to do with your assholes. Mm-mm, no. has something to do with a respiratory infection. The origin of this disease started in Wuchen, China. By the way, China's back to normal. So here's my thing. <laughs> Don't be misinformed. Please read, play it by ear like the rest of us. And if you douse, you know, the fact that people watch professional wrestling, you know, to to pass the times because we want to feel good about what we are doing because you are getting coloring books and games. Now, it took a virus for people to become aware of what's going on around them. Can we please also... Now that we learned how to wash our hands, can we use our turn signals now? Because <laughs> you know, it took 20-plus years for you all to quit being nasties, as Lacey Evans would put it, and wash your hands and you know become hygienically sound. Do you know in other countries they're not dealing with that shit? Well, okay, Italy is the worst case because it's so dirty up there as well. And, you know, they're very old terrain. But the point is, folks, listen and stop being rude to one another, especially in the supermarket or wherever they fucking have toilet paper. Not You're giving the kids the example, which, by the way, I find funny for the person that bought all that toilet paper just to serve when I saw a picture of toilet paper in the bathtub. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, that's what you fucks get. Also, I'm going to start hoarding all the fucking plungers. Do you know why? Because when you guys fucking back up the toilets, because you, your asses are going to look so pristine. Because if you wipe your face, who the fuck wipes their ass and then snips it? Just saying. You know, I can get all kinds of nasty on here, but I'm not going. I'm not going to. The point is, Treat others as you would like to be treated. No, treat others, you know, not accordingly. But for some of you dumb fucks who are talking about germs, you don't know shit. Because what are you touching when you go to the when you go to the market? You're touching carts. What are you if you go to a market that you have to open the door? What are you touching? It's full of other people's germs. So in other words, please be respectful. Please be safe. You know, we're not trying to scare you, but we're just giving you the real. Because this shit is fucking ridiculous. I can barely get groceries. I can, and I, you know, I live with other roommates who are relying upon me to help get groceries. But, you know, thankfully there's a day for associates to, you know, go and shop. But we're limited too now because people are just thinking the worst is yet to happen. I mean, come on. Don't come where I come from. There's like the death tolls hit 5,000. Everyone, 54,000 people are considered dead, you know, are dead in America, but 94,000 of world total has recovered. Okay, this over 354,000 people were infected. 93,000 have recovered. So, 
allow me to introduce you folks to facts. If I cough, and I, it's because it's the season of flowers, and flowers produce pollen. Pollen then produces allergic coughs. So please stop freaking out when I cough. Please stop freaking out when I cough inside my shirts because there's not enough sanitizer to fucking help someone with that. Yeah, so if I, you know, if I sneeze and I, and I sneeze into my shoulder, I am doing you all a favor because I'm not sneezing directly at you. If Lady Lynn, you know, coughs and she covers her cough, she's not coughing on you, is she? She doesn't have the virus, does she? So, in other words, this is a public service announcement from Russell Radio Network. Please be responsible. Please stay in your houses. Please comply with the fucking rules that your state has governed to you by the governor or mayor. Please stay within the rules and ordinances that are applied to you all. If you don't, so help me God, when all this is over, I hope karma bites you all in the ass. They can't return all that toilet paper. What are you going to fucking do to it? This is ridiculous, folks. I walk home from the subway stop and see someone got a bunch of fucking toilet paper in there, and they have like a package of it on their windowsill. Like, I don't get it, people. I honestly don't get it. I don't think anyone gets it. Whether you are a sound, you know, optimist like Lady Lynn and myself that believes this will eventually get better or may get worse, we don't know. She and I are both playing this by fucking ear. This is supposed to be a wrestling show, but a lot of you messaged us uh, on the previous night, which kept me awake, by the way, in the morning. So to those of you who did that, uh, I'm really not happy with you all because I could not sleep. So, I'm just saying, you know, I I love the fact that people are buying groceries. What I don't love the fact is people are just out of control, you know. And, yeah, it's a plague. And, yes, things are going to happen. But... It's out of your control, and people are trying to control shit, so please stop. Just, you know, take into consideration there are other people outside of what you're giving them. So, <clears throat> no, there are other people outside of this world, aside from yourself. Um, for those of you who are upset because church is canceled, I'm not a religious person, but I grew up Catholic. And, you know, in the in the teaching of the Catholicism, you know, you're supposed to treat thy neighbor how you would like to be treated. Be patient with retail workers. You know, this is – be patient with all the essential workers. Do not give attitude because this is important. This is highly fucking important. We got WrestleMania coming up. Yeah, whatever. <coughs> we got – a lot of shit going on, folks. A lot. And unfortunately, you know, I have to put on this public service announcement because I feel it's our duty as broadcast journalists to give you comfort. But you know what? 
enough country, you know, country became a bunch of pampered fucking snowflakes who are buying groceries that they don't even, some of you may use them, but you don't know how to ration it out. So that's why you keep coming back to the goddamn store because, gee, I don't know, maybe you have nothing better to do instead, you know, freak out. You know, oh, let me just speak on this too. I'm bipolar, manic, have Asperger's and ADHD, and there are other people that have the same shit I do. Social distancing? Get the fuck out of here. We get it. It's for safety. We understand why. There's a virus called COVID-19. But you know something, people? If you were not nice to begin with, gee, I don't know what else to say to you except for karma has a way of taking care of people. And there's a reason why she's a bitch. So with that being said, I'm not going to sit here and rant for 20 minutes straight. But again, comply with the ordinances given to you by the state. Listen to whatever podcast you want to fucking listen to. Just, you know, have fun. Be a musician. Be a be an artist. Be you. If you don't know what your identity is, then okay, I really don't know what to tell you. Other than um, just don't, you know, that's going to be already beating the, beating the dead horse theory. But, um, you know, if you don't know anything about the medical profession, you're making mask out of the fucking insulation. That's not good for you. It's actually going to cause more harm to you. But if you want to be stupid and read online and try to make shit yourself, and you can somehow look like Sub-Zero or Katana or Melina, that's cool, but you're not Mortal Kombat, so please stop. <coughs> Alright, so... While I cough the night away, not sleeping the night away, pissing the night away. For those of you who don't know <laughs> that, so if I, we get knocked down, we get back up again. You ain't never gonna take. Anyways, anyways. Before we get too lost in the it's, '90s references. <laughs> if you didn't like what good old Brian Reynolds had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it, and Lady Lynn. And if you didn't like what Lady Lynn had to say, well, call me what you will. Don't you dare call this lady crazy. All right, peeps. You know, toodles, bitches. I got a lot to do in the morning. Uh, State's been shut down for a long fucking time, so I will go to Zombieland. I mean work. All right, so... Toodles, bitches. We got to get to some sleep. Tune in for Wednesday because I will have a show. On the show again. Oh, how I want to be on the show again. That's the tune I'm going to carry until I get this podcast right. I know I'm on my bear. Yes, I know I am. Do, 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 do. I can carry a tune. I know you're looking for look in my eyes. What do you see? <laughs> the cult of personality. The cult of personality. I know your anger. I know your dreams. <laughs> 
Okay. Personality, the cult of personality. 